Oh, hi there. This week, the show is taking a brief break, gearing up for the exciting new year ahead and crafting super fun episodes for your bookkeeping and business matters. With that in mind, let's take a stroll down memory lane to a classic episode, number seven, where we delved into the unique challenges of e-commerce accounting. Enjoy this blast from the past, gain valuable insights and stay one step ahead. Then get ready for a wave of fresh new episodes hitting your ears from next week or next year if you're tuning in on its release day. Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bass agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to your bookkeeping matters for this week. Well, bookkeeping the right way is a must for any business, but running an online store, e-commerce, comes with its own set of bookkeeping challenges. There are things that are different or extra compared to traditional accounting, and so they have more things that need to be looked after to make sure nothing is missed or duplicated. Some of these include... What do you do with all the different fees you pay for your payment providers and platforms? And what GST can you claim on them? How do you track your inventory? Do you integrate or not integrate your sales platform with your accounting software? How will you know which is right for you? Those are just some of the challenges we'll explore today And I'll give you some quick tips on how to manage them because if you're not careful, you could end up with duplications and huge GST bills, which of course we want to avoid. Now, when you're selling products online, it's super important to have an accurate inventory count at all times. And this can be a bit of a challenge if you're selling through multiple channels like your retail website and your wholesale portal. Plus, you might be listed on eBay, Etsy, Amazon, and there are so many others. The best way to overcome this challenge is to designate one source of truth for your inventory. This could be your main e-commerce platform or your accounting software. Whichever you choose, this then feeds into all the others. So if you have lots of channels and complex needs, it would really pay to have a tech stack or app specialist help streamline and set you up here because there are so many different options out there. Whatever system you do end up going with, make sure all the other systems are set up to look back to this main one, which holds all the latest inventory levels and gets all the sales updates. This way, you're not having to manually maintain or update each system and potentially oversell if for any reason one of them wasn't updated correctly. 
A quick tip on inventory accuracy is to do regular stock takes at least quarterly and more often if you have lots of SKUs or high turnover items or something that you do a lot of refunds or exchanges on because most systems, while automated, do have some downfalls or manual steps in exchanges and refunds. And you might find your stock levels out slightly if anything goes wrong in the process with this. So doing the regular stock take will help you catch any discrepancies early on and keep on top of those inventory levels. You will also need an accurate stock level at the end of financial year for your bookkeeper or accountant. And I cover more on that back in the episode on tips for a smooth end of financial year. A super common mistake I see when e-commerce small businesses are DIYing their books is that they duplicate or just as disastrous, completely miss including transactions. And this can happen in a few different ways. You might not have all your bank accounts in your accounting software. Now, what I mean by that is Stripe is a bank account and PayPal is a bank account. So you should add those to your software to more accurately record everything. They're not just a payment method. You need to think of them as a bank account. Well, because they are. They take payments for you, they hold your funds and then send them to your traditional bank account, less any fees. You might be thinking, but I can see the deposit hit my main bank account, so I don't need to do this. I'm not missing anything. But you do need to. Adding these as bank accounts brings in all the individual transactions and the fees, which means you are correctly showing all your income and then all your expenses for those payment methods. If you don't, you have to make sure you manually add in any fees because you only get the net amount that lands in your bank, less the fees. So your sales or your income isn't showing the right amount until you add these fees in. And if you use PayPal to pay for expenses, which pretty much everyone does, those expenses won't be split out and shown because you're just seeing the total amount left over hit your bank, not the ins and outs. And there are other flow on effects here, including GST overall underpaid. So that's how you can easily miss transactions by not seeing those individual line items on your PayPal and possibly missing showing some expenses that you paid, not adding the fees that were taken. There are heaps of other payment methods that also keep their cut before passing you the net amount into your bank. Think Afterpay, Layby, Shopify, all those alternative payment methods. And most of those fees can't be automated or integrated in any way. So you need to think for each one that isn't automated somehow, every month or every quarter, look up what those fees were, manually add in the fees expense and increase your sales by the same amount. Now this actually matters because if you don't make sure you're including all the fees, there's two issues. One, you can't see on your reports how much you've paid in fees. Secondly, your sales aren't correct. So if you need to use your revenue or your sales figures for anything like 
grant funding, other government initiatives, loans, tracking your sales to register for GST, anything like that, you're using the wrong sales amount. Keeping those fees in mind, if you're registered for GST, it also has an impact there on your BAS because not all the fees have GST. So if the fees, like PayPal fees, don't have GST in them, the expense is GST free, but you need to increase your sales and your GST on income. So when entering in all these fees, you need to check which ones do have GST and which ones don't. Overall, if you don't make sure you're entering the fees, the GST you're reporting is also highly likely to be incorrect. Do you see the flow-on effect happening here? It might seem trivial, but so many things are impacted by not including your fees. Let's have a quick look at integrations, which can be quite challenging for my e-commerce friends. And I mean integrating Shopify or Vend or WooCommerce, whichever sales platform you're using into your accounting software. Not all, but lots of them can integrate to your Xero, for example, which is fantastic if you know what you're doing. If you don't, it can go horribly wrong because when you integrate, you have to map where you want things to go in your accounting software. And mapping is just telling the numbers where to go in your accounting software, as in which sales account or bucket, which fees account to use, and what bank accounts. So linking the two systems together. It sounds easy, right? Well, it is for us here at AFY because we do it all the time. We know where we want things to go and why. We know when to use clearing or holding accounts and when to link things to bank accounts, which is not very often. It nearly always should go to a clearing or holding account where it waits for the matching transaction to come in on your bank statement. And this is where it gets dangerous. If you aren't sure what you're mapping where, or you guess, or you copy someone, more often than not, you'll end up with duplications of everything in your accounting software. And this happens by your Shopify, for example, sending all the sales transactions over to your zero. They don't quite hit the target. So when you do your bank feed processing, entering the income, nothing matches up. So you enter it again to sales, but it's already entered to sales in the background by Shopify. You just couldn't see it or match it because it wasn't quite right. Hello, duplicate sales, double GST and mismatched transactions piling up everywhere in the back end. And trust me, you don't want to be ending up here. You'll be looking at highly inflated and incorrect sales figures and you could end up paying double the GST that you need to. And you don't even want to know about the balance sheet accounting mess that I'm crying into my coffee over when we see this happen. So before you get excited and think, yay, this integrates with my accounting software. This will make it so easy for me. Make sure that you are 100% on what you're doing or get someone who knows and loves this stuff to help you get it spot on and your bank rules beautifully set up so your figures paint you a much more accurate picture. However, 
with sales platforms integrating, it is not always the way to go. We have more than 20 Shopify stores plus other platforms, and we actually only have a handful of them integrated to the accounting software. Why, you ask, would we not integrate them all when it's something we know inside out? Because sometimes it creates more work than benefit. And I'm always about the value add. We don't do anything without thinking it through. Does it add value or does it add unnecessary time and cost? Because with integrating, you need to reconcile quite a lot of things. So ask yourself these questions. Why do I want to integrate? Can I leave my sales platform the source of truth that I can look at all the individual sales and my accounting software just has the totals that it needs, not each individual sale? Do I need to send clients statements for unpaid invoices? And if so, can my sales platform do this? Or do I need to send the sales to my accounting software to then send a statement? Where are my inventory levels kept? Is it all in my sales platform and everything is managed there? Or does it need to be in my accounting software? So I need to integrate. If I'm registered for GST, am I on a cash or accrual reporting method? With accrual, you might need to integrate. If you want to know more about these two methods of cash or accrual, my episode, What the Heck is GST? covers those for you. There are other things to consider, but these are a great start to figuring out your process and what you need in terms of integrating. And if it all sounds way too hard, enlist the help of a professional to get it right. The key question I can hear you asking now, well, if I don't integrate, how will my Xero or other software know what my sales figures are? Well, It's managed through your bank deposits and the fees you're having to enter manually for most of them anyways. The last matter or challenge I want to mention, because you're selling products online, there's a good chance you'll need to deal with sales overseas. And that's a pretty huge topic, as you would imagine. So I've got this in an episode all of its own for another day. As always, Everything I've just covered is just general advice and it isn't specific to your circumstances. Make sure you get individual advice that is relevant to you because everyone's situations are different and what they need. If you're looking for more tips on doing things the right way, dive over to my blog linked in the show notes. It's loaded with all kinds of matters and you can search through for particular topics. Just enter what you're looking for in the search bar and voila. But if you're still not sure, shoot me an email and I'll be happy to help point you in the right direction. Because after all, it's all about helping each other learn and grow. And I know bookkeeping can feel like it's just too hard. Luckily, I'm here to help. And of course, I will be back next week with a new matter for you. In the meantime, please be sure to subscribe. I would be super appreciative if you could leave me a review because that helps new people find the show so it can help them as well. Thanks for listening. Listening.